everyone. It's Tony Richards, and welcome to Life Focus. I hope your week is going well for you. I hope that you are moving in directions that uh, that are bringing you success, that are bringing you opportunities to do new and great things. So thank you for being with us today on the show. I want to talk this week. I want to talk with you right now about something very important because so many of us look at look at our lives and we 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 question where we are. We question our ability. We question where we're going and how we're going to get there. I do a lot of uh, coaching and as I'm coaching people, people are asking me all the time, you know, Tony, I'm not quite certain I'm at the point where I want to be or even need to be. Well, you know, there's a lot of things we can do. We can talk about that. We can look at things. But the most important thing I want you to do and from today's show is I want you to understand whatever you do, wherever you are, it's important to go forward. Now, people who know me know that I am the go forward guy. When I leave people, I tell them to be safe and to go forward. And that's what I want you to do. You know, you've heard this time and time again, probably. But I'm going to ask you the two questions again. They're questions you've heard and simple questions, but important questions. And the first one is, if time and money were of no importance to you, what would you be doing right now? What would you be doing right now? Now, the second question is, why aren't you doing it? You know, when I asked you that question, there was something that popped into your mind. And 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 many of us have dreams, desires, goals, aspirations, but we just say, you know what, I'll get there. I know I will, but I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure when. We're someday aisle people is what we are. We are people that will say, I have a dream and I'm going to go for it. And and somehow as as we were being raised, we were taught to think that when someone says, I have a dream, it can't be attained. It's something out there. It's something nebulous that you you, you want to do, you want to achieve, you want to aspire to, but you're never going to quite get there. And that's what we think about in the back of our mind. But you can't be that someday aisle person. You got to be a person that says, you know what, no matter what, I am going forward. Because success comes in cans and not in cans. But yet so many of us will put ourselves down, we'll put each other down, we'll put, put those people we love down. Oh, you can't do that. Why are you trying to do? Why are you trying to be something you, you're not that you'll never attain? How dare you say that or even think that about yourself or about others? Or if others have said that to you, let them go. Let them go. I believe that in all that we do, it starts with our attitude because attitude is a decision that we make to act in a certain way based on our values and beliefs. And if we were put down all our life and we were told that we can't get there, it's not going to happen, forget about it, don't even think about it, guess what? We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it because we don't believe we can. Cans don't come. Success doesn't come in cans. It comes in cans. No matter what happens, it is our attitude that we have total control over in all circumstances and situations. That is the one thing. The one thing I really want you to focus on today, what's my attitude right now? Because it is your attitude that's going to carry you to, to, to either heights or it's going to carry you to depths. You know, Zig Ziglar used to say, your attitude determines your altitude. And that is so right. That is so right. Because if we're in the gutter thinking, that's where we're going to end up. We may be in the gutter now, but we maybe have aspirations of touching the heavens and the stars. 
And if we keep working at it and believing it and striving for it, we'll get there. So stop that stinking thinking right now. Mark Twain said a rut is a grave with the ends kicked out. I think about that. Because you see, a lot of us climb into that rut at an early age, at age 18, at age 23, at age 25, at age 38, at age 58, at age 88, at age 98. And we just wait there until they close in the ends. Get out of your box right now. Get out of it. Get out of that rut that you're in because you were created for greatness. You really were. I believe it. I do. I don't care what you think or say. And you might say, oh, here's some rah-rah feel-good guy. No. You know what? Stop your stinking thinking and start saying, you know what? I was created for greatness. I am. I have the attitude of a winner. Because you see what happens when you run into people that are negative, that are self-defeating, that see themselves at that lower level, you're gonna, that's where you're going to be. That's where you're going to be. And so I want to tell you right now, don't let anyone steal your dreams. Don't you dare do it. You have it inside you. You have the desire to do it. You have the gift that must be opened. I want you to follow your dreams. I, want, I encourage you to file, follow your dreams. You see, our attitudes will cause us to either soar with the eagles or waddle with the ducks. Which one are you? Which one? How, people you're hanging around with, are they eagles or are they ducks? Do they soar and do they encourage you and do they push you and do they pull you up? Or do they say, well, you know, you just can't do it. Why are you? Look at her. She's trying to be better than, than what we are. She's trying to be something she's not. Well, maybe not. Maybe she's trying to become what she is supposed to be. So don't you dare waddle with the ducks. The way you respond to your passion will either allow you to rise to the occasion or fall from the opportunity. It's all up to you. It's all in your attitude. It's all in how you are going to go forward. You're going to go forward one way or another. You're going to go forward either in the same situation you're in today, the same circumstance, the same feelings, the same frustration, or you're going to say, you know what? I'm getting out of it. I'm determined to go forward in the right way. I'm going to rise to the occasion rather than fall from the opportunity. Because you see what happens is we can become imprisoned in a life of negative attitude or be freed by constantly striving and looking ahead. Now, I want to look ahead. I'm sorry. I just hate negative people, negative thinking people, negative talking people. People who say, oh, there's nothing that I can do anymore. I'm just too old. Well, you know what? Maybe you died or retired long ago, and maybe you are too old, but don't you dare blame somebody else or, or stop or block somebody else from getting where they are. Stop constantly looking behind and start looking ahead. Start looking at where I want to be. And don't you dare let your lack of action to your dreams make you a prisoner within your own mind, because that's what will happen. You'll be sitting there. You know, I want to tell you a story. The, I, I, I finished my first novel, and I was so excited that I finished my first novel. Now, I've written other books before. I've written motivational books, self-help books. I've written uh, anthologies or been part of them. But I wrote my and completed my first novel last year. Do you know when I started that novel? Over 30 years ago. But I didn't stop. It was hard. There were times I put it down. There were gaps of years where I didn't even touch it. But even during those times when I didn't touch it, there was something gnawing inside of me. There was something always in the back of my mind that said, Tony, finish that novel. Finish it. 
I finally finished it, sent it off to a publisher, and they said, you know what? This is good. This is good. So I want to encourage you that no matter where you are, no matter what your situation in life, no matter what's happening, don't you dare become a prisoner of your dreams within your own mind. Don't let it happen. Develop winning relationships with yourself and with others. Find the people that will pull you up and not drag you down or keep you where you are. You know, I love sports. I played sports. I do a lot of sports analogies when I speak or when I teach. And I want to tell you the best coaches I ever had were coaches that told me, you know what? Go beyond where you are today. Yeah, you're good at this, but you know what? You're better. You got something better inside you. And that's what I say to you right now. Yeah, you may be good right where you are. You may be doing really well, but you got something even more inside of you. And if you don't dig down and reach out and grab it and pull it, you're going to miss it. Someone else is going to come along and grab it. If you want positive people around you, then you must display a positive attitude. I really do believe attitude is everything because you see, my friends, your dreams are discerned either in a negative or a positive way. But you make the choice and your actions tell the story. So stop blaming others. Stop being a victim and start taking responsibility for yourself, for your life, for what's happening and where you're going. Open the window of your mind and change your attitude for life. Or another way to look at it is to move forward on your dreams and watch your whole world change because it will. It will. Do you think people who are very successful in all aspects of life got there by saying, well, I don't know. I just happened one day. I woke up and I was successful. Absolutely not. They, they worked on their dream. They fought for their dream. Shaq O'Neal used to wake up every morning, in, even while a, an NBA star, and before even he had breakfast, 500 free throws every morning. You got to work at it. You got to stop your stinking thinking. You got to move, get out of your rut, and you got to have the right attitude. Do you believe in yourself and your dreams? Those are my questions to you, my friend. Do you, do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in the dream that's inside of you? What type and how much baggage do you need to get rid of? We all carry baggage. We all carry it. But be careful so you're not a baggage handler and you just start shifting things around, but you're still keeping you're still keeping that same baggage that you've had since 1993. Be careful. Confront your fears and grow. Get rid of the bags. Be a baggage handler and throw those bags out. Just 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 Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get rid of them because it will hold you back. It will stare you in the face. It will stare you it will stare you in the face like a snake. And what I mean by that is let's look at a snake and a bird. Do you know a snake is so cunning that it will mesmerize a bird by its stare. It will eat the bird alive and the bird will never realize what happened. And all the bird needed to do was to look away. But that snake, once it blocks the stare and the glare on it, it just holds it and holds it and holds it and creeps and inches closer and closer and closer until it's too late. Until it's too late. Some of us just can't break the spell and look away. What is, what is it that you really want? What do you really want to do? What do you really want to find? Break away from that stare, that glare. 
that's been holding you back. Don't let life stare and glare hold you and keep you and suspend you. Stop seeing yourself as less than you really are. Look away from the baggage of the past and move to where you're called into the future. Do it. Matthew 7, 12 says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And that means also break away from those negative people. Break away from those stinking, thinking people because they will hold you back. They really will. People are amazing. With the best intentions, they'll hold you back. Your dreams, you see, your dreams hold both part of the old and the new. And it's all how you prepare and handle it. How are you preparing yourself? How are you preparing your dreams? Let's look at three ways in which you can move forward on your dreams. They're simple ways. They're not hard. First, keep cool and don't panic. Okay, I've had this dream for years and I'm not getting anywhere. And all of a sudden, I don't know what to do because it's in front of me. It's confronting me again. And, and, and the same old anxiety, the same old nerves, the same old tension, the same old stress is jumping up on me. And I get it. But the one thing you don't want to do is panic because when you panic, you jump, you just react. What you want to do is you want to keep cool. You want to take a step back, maybe take a piece of paper and a pencil, make a T across it, plus and minus. What are the things that I need to do, the positive things I need to do to get out of this situation? What are those negative things, those things that are holding me back from getting out of it? Plan your dreams and take small bites. Take very small bites. You know, the old saying, how do you eat an elephant? one bite at a time. You know, look at a sculpture. A sculpture, when he wants to, or she wants to make this beautiful sculpture, doesn't just hit it once and bam, there's this beautiful piece, this beautiful sculpture. No, or an artist. The sculpture has to chip away a piece at a time. The artist has to stroke the brush one stroke at a time. They let the natural happen. And that's what I want you to do. Stop fighting it. Stop fighting it. And know that just because it's been negative right now doesn't mean it's going to be that way all my life. But Tony, you don't understand. You don't understand. I have been, I have been fighting all my life. I have been fighting and scratching and, 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 and clawing all of my life, and I just can't get there. Well, let me tell you someone else who did that. In 1831, he lost his job. In 1832, he was defeated in his run for the Illinois State Legislature. In 1833, he failed in business. In 1834, elected to the Illinois State Legislature. In 1835, his sweetheart died. In 1836, he had a nervous breakdown. In 1838, he's defeated in the run for the Illinois House Speaker. In 1843, he was defeated in run for nomination for U.S. Congress. In 1846, he was elected to Congress. In 1848, lost his renomination. In 1849, was rejected for land officer. In 1854, defeated in the run for the U.S. Senate. In 1856, defeated in run for nomination for vice president. In 1858, again defeated in the run for the U.S. Senate. In 1860, Abraham Lincoln was elected president. He was elected president. Where are you? Where are you? Are you stopping with just one defeat? Are you stopping with one failure? Are you stopping with one miss? I always look at that as a lesson, as a lesson to be learned, because there's a lot of lessons out there. There's a lot of lessons in order to go forward. We sometimes have to take two or three steps back or we have to sit for a while and learn because life is a lesson. And if you don't realize that and you don't accept it, you're going to have trouble throughout your life.
You're listening to Life Focus with Tony Richards. I want to tell you, we're talking today about going forward. And I hope that right now you are thinking about where I am, what I need to do, how can I get there, and what is the road ahead. Write me at arrichards99 at gmail.com. And let's have a talk. Let's have a conversation. I'd love to be your coach. arrichards99 at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the program now. The direction of your goals. We're talking about life focus. We're talking about going forward. How do I determine and stay true to my dreams? Well, one of the things you need to do is you need to strengthen yourself by testing yourself every day. Do you have a goal list? Do you have a things to do? Do you have, this is what I need to do. Do you, do, do you look at things and you, do you say, okay, what's the opportunity here? Or do you look at it and say, oh my gosh, what's happening here? You know, the, um, the Peace Corps years ago, years ago, had a commercial with a glass sitting on a table. And, and there was water in it. And they would ask, was it half full or half empty? If you answered half full, you moved on to the next step. step. If you answered half empty in an interview, that was, that was the end of your interview. Let me ask you, where's your glass right now? Is it half full or is it half empty? I want you to try something new for the next 30 days. It can be the smallest thing. Go a different way to work. Go, a different, go to a, through a different building to go to a class. But I want you to try something new for the next 30 days. It doesn't have to be exactly something that's earth shattering or, or that's going to change your whole life, but change your pattern, change your thought. See beyond what you know. I always tell people that see beyond what you know, because when you do, you strengthen internally to grow externally, strengthen internally to grow externally. You know, most of us live within the conversations, opinions, and expectations that others have of us, that others have of us. But you see, you must persevere even when those around you are telling you it can't be done. There's things in life that are called tipping points, and I want to tell you what my tipping point was. One of them, I've had many, and probably will continue to have many. One of them was in fifth grade. I was a class clown. I was a cut-up in school. I was. I could apply myself, but I chose not to. I wanted to have fun. So my fifth grade teacher called my parents to the class and invited me to come into the classroom with her. And I was I was in a good mood. I was having fun, right? I was way up in, in, in the cloud somewhere. I was. I mean, it, we sat down and my fifth grade teacher looked at my parents and said, I need to tell you about your son, Tony. Tony is dumb. Not only is Tony dumb, but he's not going to amount to much in life. Forget about thinking about going to a typical high school and don't even think about college. And he'll probably have some hourly job somewhere for the rest of his life. And I went from being up here straight down to the ground thinking, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen with my life? Well, here's the tipping point. My dad looked at my teacher and said, how dare you say that about my son? And he said, now, I'll agree. My son is a class cut up and I'll agree that my son doesn't always apply himself, but it doesn't mean he has doesn't have the ability to do it. Now, he'll blossom when it's right for him, and he'll get his Ph.D. if he wants to. But you know what? Don't you ever put him or anyone else down. It was my tipping point because right then and there, I never said it to my dad. But I looked at him and said, Dad, I'm going to get that doctorate for you. And it took me a lot of years from that point on. My dad was long gone. But you know what? I got my Ph.D. 
And I did it for him because he is the one who strengthened me at that moment. And at that moment, I snapped and I turned things around. So what's your tipping point? What's your tipping point moment? I want to tell you, I don't even know you, but I want to tell you if nobody else ever has, I believe in you and I don't even know you because you see, I know just by you listening for the past 20 minutes, there's something inside of you that has said, yes, I want to go further. I want to be stronger. I want to reach my destiny. I want to go forward. And I want to help you. ARRichards99 at gmail.com. Write me. I want to help you. I really do. Hammond and Bells, the uh, songwriters, wrote, give me one moment in time when I thought that I would be more than I would be. When all my dreams are a heartbeat away and all the answers are up to me. Give me one moment in time when I am racing with destiny. And then in that one moment in time, I will feel eternity. You win for a lifetime if you seize that one moment in time. My friends, start living in the moment and not for the moment. Don't dream from the bench or from wiping the sweat off the floor. Have hope and be strong. Live loud. Play hard in the moment. Smile often. Big, dream big. Be happy. Be happy. Because you see, your strength, your strength is what you really have. The one ability that all successful people have is to take on responsibility. If you talk to successful people, you see, responsibility is to earn a living. Responsibility is to take care of family. Responsibility is to stay committed. Responsibility is to take on responsibility. They don't, they don't give up. They don't give up. They keep moving forward. They keep moving forward. What are your dreams focused on right now? That's my question for you. What are you focused on right now? The great Wayne Gretzky, you've heard this before too. He always said he never skated to where the puck was. He skated to where he wanted it to be. All life dreams like life is a matter of choice. Where are you skating to? Where's your puck? Don't skate to where it is in life right now. Your dreams and your destiny are where you want it to be. Skate to that. Skate to that. All life dreams like life is a matter of choice. Change your perspective. Change your perspective and you'll change your thinking. You will. You'll change your thinking. So I want to talk about five steps to rekindling your dreams and to going forward. First of all, and this is the tough one, toughest, believe in yourself. You see, when I asked you if time and money were of no importance, what would you be doing? I was really asking you, do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in yourself to follow through? Do you? Do you understand the importance of what it is that's inside of me that I need to, the fabric and the DNA inside of me that, that's going to propel me into my future? Break it down into manageable parts. Always break it down. Never try to encompass it. You know, if, if, if you're taking a plane ride from Pittsburgh to Chicago, you don't just get on the plane and bam, we're in Chicago. We have to break it down into its manageable parts. We got to load the plane with people, with fuel, with baggage, with food. We got to make sure everything's ready to go. Then we got to 
roll the plane back. Then we got to roll the plane down the taxiway, then out to the runway, then down the runway, take off. And then we got to fly to Chicago. And then we got to land. And we're going to do the same thing in reverse. So make sure you break it down into manageable parts. Because you see, if you try to encompass everything at one time, it's, it, it's, it's like standing in the ocean and trying to take a big gulp when a wave's coming. To, to try and drink the water. Don't drink it. Stand by your core values no matter what. No matter what happens, stand by those core values. What are your core values? Do you know what they are? Do you have them? Have faith to follow your dreams. You've got to follow them. If nobody else is with you or around you or supporting you, you be enough. And whatever you do, like the song Journey saying, don't stop believing. Don't ever stop believing in yourself. Don't you ever, ever do that. I got to tell you this quick story, true story. My wife was pregnant with our youngest child. This was September 11th, 2001. We're sitting in the doctor's office and listening to the horror that was happening in Washington, D.C. and Shanksville, Pennsylvania and New York City. And the doctor came in and he had this terrible look on his face. And I'm thinking it's because of everything that's happening. And I said, oh, my gosh, isn't this? This is unbelievable. He said, well, yes, it is. He said, but Tony, he said, I need to talk to you about your baby. And I'll never forget this. My wife looked at the doctor and she said, I don't know what you're about to tell us, doctor, but I will tell you this. No matter what happens, I have faith that God is going to give us a normal child. And he said, well, it's good to have faith. That's good. That's good. He said, but your baby has a heart problem, a condition. There's a thickening in the upper left ventricle, which is restricting air supply, or excuse me, blood supply to the base of the neck, which is uh, restricting air supply to the brain. It is not good. Now, for the next four, five months, we were going to McGee's Children's Hospital in Pittsburgh three times a week, doing all kinds of tests on both the baby and my wife and situation never got any better. Matter of fact, the heartbeat never got above 45 beats a minute, which if you know anything about babies, that's not good. <laughs> Should be around, from what I understand, around 225, something like that. But hers never got above 45 beats a minute. And at birth, the uh, the doctors had two medical teams, surgical teams ready, one for the baby, because the baby they figured would be in distress, and one for my wife in case there was a difficult delivery and they needed, she she had problems. Well, when the baby was born, they, you know, they take the baby and they go over to the side and they clean it up. And I walked over there and the nurse looked at me and she shook her head in the negative. And that day, my wife just kept saying, I have faith that God is going to take care of our baby. And the doctor came in and he said, now, you know, the problem we've been having, the thickening of the upper left ventricle, there's blood supply shortage to the base of the neck and air supply shortage to the brain. And it just does not look good. Tomorrow morning, should she survive the night, tomorrow morning we'll run all these tests and we'll be back in to talk with you. That night, my wife said to me, you know what? I just want to thank God. I don't want to get mad at God. I don't want to scream and yell at God. I don't want to be angry with God. I want to thank him for allowing me and us to 
hold our baby, see our baby, smell our baby, kiss our baby. I want to say thank you. So all night we just thanked him. <clears throat> That's all we did. We stayed up all night just thanking and praising the Lord. That was it. The next morning, the doctor came into her room and said, now, you know, the problem has been having with the baby. And I want to tell you, we did every conceivable test that we possibly could. And he paused and then he looked up and he said, what I'm about to tell you, I have absolutely no medical explanation for. Somehow during the night, the thickening dissipated. The blood supply started flowing normally. The air supply to the brain started flowing normally. Everything is normal. The heartbeat has been holding steady at 225 beats per minute. We had named her Ashley, and I called the nurse in, and I said, give me the name change papers because I am changing her name right now. And we named her Faith. And I want to tell you right now, I want you to have faith in everything you're doing, in everything you're doing, because it is faith that is going to get you through. It will bring you through, and it will bring you through in ways that you've never seen before. Now, I'm going to stop here, and I want to tell you that wherever you are in life right now, I want you to think of all the great things that are about to happen. I want you to take action, and I want you to go forward. Write me at arrichards99 at gmail.com. Because you are a person of greatness. You have it in you. And you will succeed. All you have to do. Get it in your attitude. Your mind. Your actions. And go forward. This is Tony Richards with Life Focus.